Welcome to Believe with Becky. This is the podcast where we practice the skill of confidence, celebrate individual strengths, and believe in your limitless potential for growth. I'm your host, Becky Smith. Hey, have you done your good deed for today? I have one for you that'll only take a couple of minutes. If you can just get on iTunes and rate and review my podcast, I would so appreciate it. And it would be a good deed that you can check off for today. So do that for me, my friends, and help other people to find my podcast. And I hope you're having a beautiful day. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today I have a special guest. Her name is Ashley and Ashley is my client slash boss where I work (laughs) and she has a really interesting um, life history, I guess you'd say. And so I wanted to bring her on to talk about a super exciting topic to me, which is travel. Um, Ashley has been to now 51 countries, and she is young, very young. She's younger than me. (laughs) And so welcome, Ashley, to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited that you asked to talk to me today. Um, My name is Ashley Provenzano. I am an activities director currently at a 55 and over community in Buckeye. And I used to um, actually work on cruise ships, which is where I got a lot of my travel from. And I'm a big travel addict. (laughs) And yes, I am a little on the younger side. I am actually 28. Yes. If you're in the 20s, that's what I call that young. young. (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ashley. So let's start off by, we already talked about how many countries, 51. Yes, I just hit hit 51. Okay. So where was the last place you were? I just got back from China actually this past Thursday. Okay. And how was that? It was amazing. It was really different than my other travels, I think, because I've never been to a country where I couldn't even read the characters of words or, you know, I definitely didn't pick up much of the language, which is a little more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And it was um, a lot more restricted than the places I normally go to, too. Yeah. So it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that is. I haven't been there yet. It's on the list. I will say it has great food, though. Does it? <laughs> yeah, I ate a lot of good food. Oh, good. Yeah. Did you, was that through research, or how did you find good places to eat? We did do a little research, um, and we actually were really lucky. The girl that I went with ended up having a teacher who moved there. Okay. The, so they gave us a lot of tips on where to eat as well, and we did the traditional hot pot, um, which was really cool to eat out of, and it's kind of where you take raw food and you have a big boiling pot in the middle of you kind of like fondue yeah. and you cook all of the food in it and then it makes a soup at the end and you just oh. eat. yeah it was really cool it's a little different in fondue it makes a soup yeah it makes a have. soup and oh, okay. you yeah you cook the meat you cook the veggies and you can just dip it in there and eat it individually or you can put it all in and make a soup okay yeah it was yeah. it was actually pretty cool yeah all right so one of the tenets of my podcast is about believing yourself, knowing yourself better. I was just wondering, what does travel do for you? What do you learn about yourself in traveling? I think traveling is honestly something everyone should do because it really does change you as a person, I think. I think you do 
really realize that sometimes you're really lucky and sometimes you're not always right. You know, yeah. You, oh, yeah. you go to places sometimes and you learn about their culture. You see the different ways that people do things, the different cultures and customs. And it's really interesting to see it in real life versus just reading about it. I mm-hmm. think you understand it once you've lived it a little more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, you can go somewhere and think, wow, they really have got this down. And, you know, maybe my way isn't the best way. And that's humbling. And then, you know, it can go the opposite way where you go somewhere that's maybe a third world country and you realize the little things that you take for granted that you're actually really lucky. So I just think it's really interesting to to see and, and really take it in and experience it all for yourself. Yeah, for sure. I've experienced both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, some things when I was in Europe, I was like, why don't we do it like this? Like, <laughs> this is so much better, you yes. know? And then, and then other places where I'm just like, oh, if they, if they just had this or I'm so grateful that I, that I have that. And mm-hmm. it kind of, it opens you up and expands you to the possibilities because it does human beings our minds, number one, we want to be right. Mm-hmm. And we think we're right yeah. about everything. And so to just be expanded and be like, oh, you know what? There's actually another way to do it. And maybe mm-hmm. both are actually right. There isn't a wrong way. It, yeah, exactly. I think it just really, really opens your mind so much more than if you were to stay in one place. I just, especially if you start to talk to people, you start learning about people individually, you know, yeah. I think it makes a big difference. And do you make a point to do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. My goal when I travel, one of my goals when I travel is to blend in as much as possible. Oh. So if I get mistaken as a local, that is my ultimate compliment. compliment. Yeah. So I definitely make a point to walk the streets, live the daily life. You know, I'm not much of a sit in a nice hotel and watch TV kind of traveler. Okay. I'm always on my feet. I stay in hostels. I meet people. Okay. I make friends when I travel. You know, I just think it's all part of the experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there is a big difference to that. I think that um, I've always tended to be more of that, you know, stay inside, not talk to you. <laughs> just afraid. I think I was more afraid because, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know the language or I don't, you know, mm-hmm. but I've been traveling recently with some people who speak the language and mm-hmm. I kind of just tag along, hang on to their coattails if they're talking <laughs> to everybody and see how they open themselves up to just um, the waitress, the the person taking your ticket. Like mm-hmm. they don't, they just, you know, ask about everybody's story and yeah. compliment people on their English. and Yeah. And people really appreciate that. They appreciate when you compliment them when they're trying and they actually, even if you don't know the language, they do really appreciate it if you try. Even if you can just say gracias or, yeah. you know, bonjour or the just small you know, things, the small, the small words. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I try and grab a few, at least a few words every time I travel. Some are definitely harder than others, yeah. but I try my best. Yeah. I think it's important. And then back to the expanding the mind, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, literally by the vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting a little better at Spanish where if I hear them talking, I can at least pick out a couple of words where I get the gist. Like, oh, yeah. they're talking about their kid or mm-hmm. they're talking about the day. I don't know any more than that. <laughs> it's, a <start. laughs> it's a start. And it was interesting. Um, this last place we went, Costa Rica, um, we met this guy who was checking us in and um, he had a really good English. Mm-hmm. And so they asked him 
where he learned his English. And he said, oh, from playing American video games. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, he said the Spanish video games weren't very good and he wanted to be better. And so he went and bought the American video games and then he would sit there with his dictionary and we would hear a word. He would pause it, look it up. And then, and he taught himself wow. um, English and he was, he was good. Um, and then he would practice at the resort that he worked at, you know, with people. But I came home and told my kids, okay, we're getting Spanish video games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you can learn, but. That is, just, that's impressive. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. I had a South Korean roommate who learned her English off of watching Friends. Really? Yeah. She was told by someone that if you wanted to learn English, that you had to watch Friends. And so she did, and she learned English. She learned it. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. So when you're traveling, it can be uncomfortable. Um, Like the actual travel days there can be exhausting, right? Yeah, that's definitely true, especially coming home from a, what was it, maybe 12-hour flight recently? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and you weren't in first class, I'm assuming. No, no. If I'm staying in hostels, I'm definitely not not staying in first class. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what first class is. So Um, anyway, um, it can be uncomfortable. We call it a vacation, but Mm. it's work, right, in a different way. Yeah, I think even though there is – you know, I'm actually, funny enough, I've traveled a whole bunch and I'm actually not a fan of flying. Yeah. Um, But I just really think it's worth it in the end. You know, like not everything is going to be rainbows and butterflies. You might have lost luggage. You have a delayed flight. You have six train rides later. Yeah. But when you get there, I think it all makes it worth it. Yeah. You know, you just have to kind of put that behind you and really think, what are your, you know, what are you doing this for? Yeah. You know, you want the experience. Nothing's free in life. You've got to try nothing's it. Nothing's easy. And mm-hmm. if it is easy, it's probably not worth it. Yeah. And I just think you really have to think about, you know, why you want to do it and just remember that it will be worth it in the end. Okay. Especially if you're taking a trip really far. Yeah. Stay longer if that makes you feel better, you know? Yeah. 12 hour plane ride and, you know, four days, maybe not so much, but yeah. maybe 10 days that'll be okay, you know? Yeah. You just have to kind of, Test your own limits, I guess. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's important. Test your own limits. Okay. So we're talking about uncomfortable, hard things. What about, have you ever gotten lost? (laughs) I am the queen of getting lost in foreign countries. (laughs) My family and friends actually laugh at my directional skills all the time. They say I could get lost in a paper bag, which is probably true. Um, Yeah, I've gotten lost a lot. I would say a couple of the most memorable times. Um, One time I was, well, actually, you know, I would say this is probably, it's memorable, but it kind of proves the point that sometimes when you get lost is when you have the best adventures. Okay. Because I was in Australia and I took a ferry over to Manly Beach, which is a very popular beach area. And I did not look up any directions before I went. I thought it would be obvious. Which it was not. (laughs) So I got off the ferry. All you had to do was walk straight. For five minutes, I would have been at the beach. Yeah. I decided to walk along the lake, which was on the right, or along the ocean, which was on the right side. I ended up 
I probably walked like five miles out of my way. But you know what? I walked up. I went around housing units. I made friends over there. I found a girl coming down one of the hills and she pointed me in the direction of a bushwalk, which is basically, you know, walking through like the nature area. Um, So I ended up doing that. I met some more friends there. I saw beautiful views of cliffs and really nice ocean views, saw nice wildlife, got great photos, ended up walking down, saw another site view, walked all the way around through the bushwalk to another area of the beach, which I would have never found if I never got lost. And I actually had a really great day. I found some random food that I probably never would have found. And, you know, sometimes I honestly think getting lost is part of the best part of travel because you just never know what to expect and you never know what to find. Yeah. I've also done some sketchy lost things, though, too. (laughs) Like, I've definitely gotten in buses and vehicles that I probably shouldn't have and were hoping that they were going to rescue me. And thinking back, it was probably not the best decision to get into unmarked vehicles, but I am here to say I survived. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess it was okay. And you learn from that, too, I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, Also, tip, probably don't get in any questionable vehicles. Okay. (laughs) Good tip. All right. So can you think of like the craziest or thing that has happened to you while traveling or? I would say (laughs) something that I just thought was hilarious and it was kind of crazy to me was actually on this most recent trip to China. I did not realize that Chinese people are very infatuated with Western looking people. Yeah. And they have no shame. (laughs) It started out as creepy pictures, you know, people just taking creepy pictures while you're not looking Yeah. to people coming up to you and asking for a photo. Again, not in the same language, but you know, you get the gist. Yeah. So, you know, I ended up taking pictures. One of the days that we were there, I honestly felt like a celebrity on the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friend were traveling around with a tripod so we didn't have to bother anyone for pictures. Yeah. We happened to forget the tripod one day. So we asked someone to take our picture. Yeah which started a frenzy of paparazzi. I am not joking. There was at least 20 people surrounding us, swarming in, diving in front of other people to get pictures with us. And they're pushing other people out of the way. This this old woman threw her cane at someone, threw it out of the way so she could get a picture with us. Next thing I know, me and my friend are separated. We're in totally different areas taking pictures. It was so funny. And I just said, I would never feel this popular ever again. 15 minutes of fame. There's your red carpet dress. It was. I know I would have done my hair better if I would have known. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. My brother went to China and my brother has red hair and he has a red mm. beard and he said people were always trying to touch his yeah. beard, you know I could so, I could understand that yeah. yeah it was it was quite the fiasco very memorable <laughs> yeah for sure that's right. funny so what is your most memorable experience from traveling or some of your most memorable experiences yeah um I've done a lot of really cool things I can say I'm lucky for that, for those experiences. But I would say my favorite, most memorable thing that I've ever done while traveling was actually just last year. Um, I am part English in heritage and I went backpacking through England and my goal was to find my family history. So I didn't have very much to go off of, but one of the people in my family started an ancestry tree. 
So all I really had was a couple names. I had a very vague location and I had a couple really old pictures. And I mean, very old, like probably from, it was my great, 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 great grandparents pictures. And I was so lucky because I, like I said, I normally stay in hostels, but this time I decided to treat myself and stay in an Airbnb. And I'm so lucky I did because I ended up talking to the woman that I was staying with and I showed her the pictures and she saw a background in one of the pictures and she said, oh my goodness, I know where that is. Mm. And so she ended up taking me to this location and I ended up finding so much about my family. It was incredible. I took the same picture that I had from years ago. I took last year reenacting it. I found the school that my great, 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 great grandpa taught at. It's still standing. Um, I found where their house was, even though their house isn't there anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I found these really old books in the library, um, listing out what they did for a living. You know, I found out that my great, 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 great grandma was a dressmaker and, you know, my grandpa was a schoolmaster and they were actually very, um, prominent people because he was a schoolmaster. And I ended up finding, uh, the same church that they went to. The church is still there. And I took pictures of that as well. It was just really, amazing. It was like a big scavenger hunt that I started out with so little and I found so much information and I just felt really close to the family that I've actually never met. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It was an incredible experience. And if anyone else has the opportunity to do it, you know, it might sound crazy and like, you know, finding a needle in a haystack, but you know what, if you really set your mind to it, it's possible and just go see what you can find. Yeah, my um, heritage is from England too, mm. and there's actually a sporting goods store that has my maiden name, oh. which is called which is Lily White's. And it, I like it. Yeah, so my my brother was there recently, and he had to you know get pictures of the <laughs> store and everything. But yeah, um, yeah, that's really cool to search out. That would be neat it to was. feel more connected. Yeah, to it was them. just this big scavenger hunt full of question marks. And, you know, it was kind of cool because I was on my own, you know, traveling and I was sending pictures back to my family and like this big group message. And they're like, that's amazing. This is so cool. And yeah, it was just really, really cool finding out the information firsthand, not from a book, not from anything else. Seeing it, touching it, being there where I was, you know, I was standing where my ancestors stood. Yeah. It was just so magical. It was, it was really special. Yeah. That's neat. Great. So what about, you talked about different customs or, you know, just how they do things different in different countries. Can Mm -hmm. you think of a, a weird rule or custom? Yeah. Um, I've definitely had a few, I know it's pretty well known, you know, paying for bathrooms in Europe. Yeah. But I still find that very strange. I I just it's a it's a human nature thing. I just don't understand why they have to pay for the bathroom. Um and then also I would say um when I was in Turkey, I learned that if you're the first customer of the day, you are supposed to throw your money on the floor of the store and then you get served this hot like apple Turkish tea. Hmm. And then, yeah, the store person has to pick up your money off the floor. He will not accept it in his hand. So 
I felt very rude doing it, but he would not accept my money <laughs> unless I threw it on the floor. So me and my friend threw our money on the floor when we bought our purses in Turkey. Did you take the tea? Oh, or? absolutely. That's it was good. delicious. Yeah. yeah. I thought oh. I would go along with the with the custom. But yeah, that was yeah. really interesting. And also just um, like the bathrooms in China were definitely different. Uh, yeah, that's... The, the squat toilet yeah. thing was very different. And um, maybe it's more of a tradition than a custom, but I did uh, Tomatina in Spain, the tomato throwing festival. Oh, I don't know if you got it that. Is, yeah, it happens every year. Um, it's in a little town in Spain, uh, Bunuel, and it is packed. I mean, people compress into this very small street. And before the event starts, people are throwing water, beer, wine, whatever they can throw out of their balconies on people. All the buildings are covered in tarp. Um, the festival begins with a large wooden greased pole with a ham on the top. And people have to climb up the pole or attempt to climb up the greased pole to get the ham. Once someone gets the ham, the tomato throwing festival starts. So huge trucks go down these crammed streets. I don't even know how they fit. It, it would yeah. just seemed impossible to me. It was so crazy. And they just start throwing tomatoes out of their truck. And another truck goes by and another truck goes by. About maybe four or five trucks go by. And next thing you know, the entire street is covered in tomatoes. People are throwing tomatoes at each other. It's just a huge tomato fight. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Yes, it was so fun. And honestly, like everyone is drenched in tomato. Tomatoes. And at the end of it, I was literally standing in tomato soup. There was tomatoes up to my ankles. It was crazy. And they do it every year. Did you go specifically for that? Did you know that was going to happen? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I traveled for it. It was on my bucket list and I was like, I am not missing it. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, um, it was quite the experience. It's very memorable. My friends actually live in Spain um, near there and that's how I found out about it. Okay. Um, and they were not there when I went, so they want me to go back again. But I think it'd be more fun to go on the top now that I've been all messy and yeah. now I can be the ones throwing everything. Throwing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it was really fun. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so how do you think that travel makes you a better version of yourself? I know we've touched on it a little more, but is there anything that you would add onto that? I mean, like I said, I think it just really opens your mind up. You get to and I think making friends across the world is really interesting because you always see their point of view and maybe even though it's not your point of view you can understand why they mm -hmm. think that way. And I think that makes you kind of a better, more worldly person, I guess, more yeah. understanding, more maybe even like forgiving. You know, I understand yeah. now why someone acts that way or why someone treats people that way or why they think that way. And I think instead of being judgmental, you're very understanding. Mm. So I think that's kind of important yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, being less judgmental is huge. Mm -hmm. huge. Yeah, and I think, honestly, I think if, if more people traveled, I think more people would be understanding, and I think maybe the world would be a less chaotic place. Yeah. If everyone yeah. just kind of had a better understanding of everyone, you know? When, you, when you're in your own world, I mean, we have the internet, we have TV, we have all these things that, that do expand mm -hmm. and broaden, but like you said, there's still nothing like experiencing mm -hmm. it. It really know? is, yeah. I think it really does make a difference. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because I, like I said, I used to work on a cruise ship and 
we had comedy shows on board and one of the comedians said one time, and it's just always stayed with me. He said, there are people working on this ship from over 50 countries, 80 countries, however many countries, and everyone gets along. If that could only be transferred into the real world, things would be amazing. Oh, wow. And it's so true, you know? Like, we had so many different nationalities on board, and everyone got along. Yeah. And it just really made me think, you know, maybe everyone doesn't have that experience or opportunity to experience different cultures, and maybe that's why people aren't as understanding, yeah. you know? And maybe that's what causes conflict. Well, yeah, I mean, you just see it even in your own family. Like, mm-hmm. you go over to somebody else's house and they do the dishes a little different than it's done mm-hmm. in your house, or they take the garbage out a little different. Right. Like, you know, and then you just blow that up on a worldly scale. Yeah. You know, and you just see that we all just have different houses. We just have different ways of doing it. We just mm-hmm. have a different thought that started it, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. Like that. So you visited a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a top five? Oh boy, that's very <laughs> hard difficult. To it, down. <laughs> it is. It's hard to. That's probably the biggest question that I get asked all the time. Yeah. Is oh, you've traveled so much. Where's your favorite place? And honestly, I don't know if I can pick one, but I would say there are a couple places that I would feel comfortable living in. You know, sometimes you just go to places or you go somewhere and you just get that feeling of, wow, I love this place. I could live here. Mm -hmm. And I think I've gotten that in a few places. I would say Australia was definitely one of those for me. I loved just the way that the people were. They were very relaxed and very friendly and they're very eco-friendly. They're very big on the environment. I was so surprised how much kids knew about the environment conservations there. Um, and they're big on family time. So I really appreciate that. And also Prague, actually. Mm. I really loved it. I, it was so funny. I just remember so plain as day. I got out of the Uber. I looked around. It took me five minutes to say, I absolutely love this place. <laughs> and it took me one day to say, I am moving here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just some places just give you that feeling of home. And I think those are two of mine. But I also really love the beach. Yeah. So anywhere with the beach is good for me. Yeah. Well, I found that like just the little places I've been recently, it's like as soon as you get back, you're like, oh, that was the best one. And you go <laughs> in the next one and you're like, oh, that was the best one, you know? Yeah. Um, and But each one is like – it's hard to break down because they each have their – not good and bad, but – they're just different. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard to compare. It's almost like not even comparing in the same category. Yeah. It's very difficult. And that's what I say. The world is so big. It's so diverse, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why – that's another reason why I want to travel so much because the more I travel, the more I want to travel because mm-hmm. the more I realize, wow, I didn't think a place could be like this or, wow, you know, this place is so different from anywhere else I've visited. I wonder what else is out there, yeah. you know? So it's – I have a lot of travel goals for yeah. sure. Okay, so what are some more of those travel goals? Okay. Um, Some of my travel goals, one of them is to step foot on every continent. Um, Another goal is to see all the wonders of the world. Okay. And And are you – where are you at on that? um, I'm I'm doing okay. It's a little harder because I have like three categories of wonders of the world, but (laughs) I'm working on it. Um, And then – also, I want to either sail or step foot in the seven seas and all the oceans. Okay. It's going to take me a while, but... You're young. I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> you have time. 
That's great. Yeah. Okay. So one of my favorite comedians is Jim Gaffigan. I don't know if you know who he is, but he has a saying that says, uh, vacation is just eating in a place you've never been. Mm. So what about the food? Do you have any favorite food? Oh, gosh. There's been amazing food everywhere. Um, I really loved how fresh the food is, the the markets and things in Europe. I really love that. I really miss that. Um, the pizza in Italy, my favorite pizza place in the entire world is in Naples. And it's so funny because after I visited there, I actually did not eat pizza for months after mm-hmm. I came home. Because you wouldn't, it wouldn't live up to it. It's just not the even same. remotely the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, is but, it the thin, the really thin crust? Yeah. And, and okay. yeah, it's, and it's just basic. It's just such good ingredients and it's yeah. just made so well. And American pizza is very fluffy and just doesn't have, it's just not the same. It's not the same. I feel the same about gelato. Mm. We keep trying gelato. Like, <laughs> even when we were in Costa Rica, they had a lot of gelato. Yeah. And we we're like, mm, it's just not, it's just not the same. It's not the same. And that's part of the struggles of traveling too. You'll find something that you really love. Yeah. And you're so excited about it. And then you realize you're only there temporarily and you yeah. have to go home and you can't get it at home. Yeah. And then the suitcase becomes very big. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I've done that with food and clothing stores and yeah, it's a bit of a struggle. Yeah. So the pizza in Naples. Mm -hmm. I just think, yeah, in general, like I think it's cool to do like traditional food as well. Mm -hmm. So like um, when I went to Puerto Rico, I had the mofongo, which is like their traditional dish. It's basically smushed up plantains with, yeah, with like, I guess beef. Some okay. type of beef in the inside. Um, I just lived, I just had the the plantain, the fried plantain mm-hmm. as a hamburger bun. Oh, and it was more like a bread. Almost. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, that's it, interesting. It was really good, but yeah. this is the beef mushed up in it. In it, yeah, it kind of comes in like a a wooden cup. Okay, and then the the plantain is around in the wooden cup, and in this very center is the meat. Okay. It's really good. I get that every time I go because I'm a little bit obsessed with it. Okay. <laughs> but it's really good. And I think also, like, when I went to England, I did the traditional afternoon tea. Okay. You know, so I think it's it's cool to do those kind of things. Yeah. You know, I tried, like I said, the hot pot, and I did dumplings in China. Like, I think that's really important to try the food. Yeah. So many people go abroad, and they eat at McDonald's. Yeah. Which... <laughs> I would add, though, it is kind of cool to eat at McDonald's <laughs> one time because even the McDonald's are different. That is true, yes. They are different. They have different, like, I would dare say in Europe, the McDonald's are much better than our McDonald's here. I have to probably agree with you. They yeah. actually have really good desserts in Europe. Yeah. They have McDonald's. the croissant, the, the French one, they have mm-hmm. these croissants and, like, it's good. <laughs> that yeah. is true. I guess but that's just true. just once. I'm yeah. not saying the whole time. <laughs> You're going to be like, how was your trip? Great. I ate a lot of McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Big Mac. All the way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, I just I don't know. I think that's also also part of the adventure too, just trying the food, even if it's something that you think you would never like. Yeah. You know, I tried eel, which I definitely can't say it was my favorite, but you know, I can say that I tried it. And yeah, like for instance, I just tried snake wine, oh, was which that? was terrifying because it has <laughs> an entire snake in the bottle. Ew. You know, I was definitely <laughs> afraid of it, but I tried it, you know, it's part of the experience. Yeah. So. I think that's important. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any travel tips mm. for people like about even from packing to like, do you always do a carry on? Do you do a backpack? Like what do you do? I mean, I'm definitely a simple traveler. Like okay. I said, I travel usually with a backpack. I never check bags. 
I stay in hostels. I walk everywhere. But I would say my biggest advice for traveling, honestly, is don't wait. Because so many people say, oh, maybe next time. Oh, maybe later. And you never know. Next time or later might not be there. You know, you might not have the opportunity again. And I think, you know, I read a quote one time that said, the biggest trip that you will regret is the one that you didn't take. Yeah. You know, and I just think time flies and you just – I think you need to take advantage of it when you can. That's probably my biggest, my biggest advice. Okay. And that is awesome advice. That's what I've been taking lately. Cause yeah, you just, you just never know. Mm -hmm. Both of me and my husband lost um, one of our parents this year Mm. and way too, you know, it always feels too soon. Um, And just being like, wow, if if I die at the age my mom died, that's, I only have about, mm, 25 years left. Like that's not that long. And time goes by so fast. fast. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely understand. Those are always like, you know, terrible things, but it definitely always reminds you like to, to make the most of every moment. Yeah. Okay, Ashley. Well, this is a perfect place to stop. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun to just chat about it. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing about more adventures and more (laughs) places that you go. And I definitely want to hear when you do the bucket list of all the the continents and all all of that kind of stuff. Oh, yes. I'll definitely keep you informed. Okay. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a beautiful week and I will catch you next time on the Believe with Becky podcast. Bye for now.